Hello, this is Comeback, this is Connor, this is episode 144. My guest today is Luke Lowen. Luke is initially from Canada and is currently living in Hanoi, Vietnam. We're going to talk today about his music career, background, influences, current projects, and a bit more. Luke, welcome to Comeback. How are you today? Hey, I'm really good. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, man. Uh, it's pretty brutal times in Vietnam right now, but the main thing is I get to you know connect to people all around the country who are doing great projects. So I'm glad to chat to you today. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a hard time, but yeah, at least we got some stuff to focus on, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. And with that, do you mind telling me a bit about your background in Canada and just you know a brief overview? What was life in Canada like growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, I lived in Canada for my whole life until a few years ago. So um, I moved around a little bit when I was in Canada, mostly in, in small towns. And uh, yeah, I mean, Canada is quite a lot different than Vietnam. So coming here was a shock, of course, like I think it is for most people. Yeah, for and, real. Uh, started writing started writing lyrics writing rap lyrics when i was 15 that was my first uh step into creating it myself instead of just being uh you know a listener i guess and yeah, uh that continued on and off for many many years just kind of writing some lyrics here and there never anything beyond that and then uh i was in vietnam and i guess it was the last last April was when I released my first song. So a few months before that is when I actually started recording music and writing full songs and uh, taking it to the next level instead of just lyrics in a notepad. Yeah, for real. Nice. Fair play to you for taking the step. In terms of, you know, your early days, were there any main influences, uh, any artists that, you know, inspired you in writing your rap lyrics? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the earliest I can remember is probably Eminem. That was a big one you know, as a kid. And uh, Swollen Members, that's a rap group from Canada. They're a heavy influence on me. And there's a lot of, um, yeah, just many, many different influences, but a lot of, a lot of old school stuff, um, a lot of lyrical stuff is what I like for rap. Um, and pretty much every other genre as well. Like there are periods of my life where I didn't even listen to rap at all. And I was just listening to, you know, classic rock and blues and everything else. So um, nowadays there's not much music that I, that I don't like, or at least don't appreciate, you know? Yeah, of course. And uh, before we delve and really dissect the musical side, you know, of your, of your character, do you mind telling me, about Vietnam it's obviously very different to Canada as you mentioned what made you up sticks and come here um yeah well I originally came here just traveling I was I was backpacking in Australia and my roommate there said he had been to Vietnam and I was wondering where I was going to go next after Australia and he told me how you can you know get a motorbike and travel across the country in Vietnam. And I said, Oh, that sounds pretty cool. I guess I'll do that. And, uh, so I did that. And then like most people, I, uh, fell in love with the country, discovered, you know, opportunities that it would be possible for me to live here. And 
Yeah. So I, after three months backpacking here and motorbiking here, then I went back to Canada and kind of just got ready to sell everything and work for a few months and then return back to Vietnam with as much money as I could and start fresh. Yeah, sweet. And have you always lived in Hanoi since you've settled here? Yes, I've only only lived in Hanoi. That's right. How'd you find it? How'd you find, you know, the combination factors, the weather, the pollution, the, the culture? What's it all like for you living in Hanoi? Um, yeah, the pollution used to bother me a lot. I used to think about that quite a bit and be let it get me down. But I realized there's not much that I can do about it. So I kind of just accepted it. Um, it's, that's one big thing that's quite different from Canada. You know, in Canada, you got very clean air, uh, open skies and things like that. So, uh, but there are many things that I really like about Hanoi that, you know, doesn't happen in Canada. Just the, uh, all the stuff going on in the streets all the time, you know, some people might, they don't like the city vibes. It's too hectic, but I kind of, I kind of find a peace within the chaos, so to speak. So that's something that I really like. Yeah, for real. And the food, how'd you find the food? It's pretty good, right? Yeah, man. There's lots of good food for sure. Uh, I'm still, I still love Western food more than anything to be, if I'm being totally honest. Sure. I love a, you know, a good hamburger and stuff, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, obviously lots of good Vietnamese food too. Yeah. No, it's certainly up there with one of the world's, you know, uh, cuisines. Can I say then, let's yeah, move yeah. to the musical side of things. In terms of the genres that you explore, do you have any particular genres? Is it rap, like you mentioned earlier? Or, what? yeah, what sort of genres are you into? Um, yeah, well, rap, of course. Um, and, yeah, I mean, blues, classic rock, old school rock, uh, some metal as well. I mean folk music like there's not much that i don't like i don't really listen to uh to country that much that's probably the least listened to genre but i guess there's a little bit of of uh overlap with some some old country and some blues so i can't say that i don't like any country um but yeah i mean like the influences come from all over like i don't know yeah there's just quite a a wide range yeah sure and from what you mentioned earlier, when you were 15, you were writing your rap lyrics in your notepad. What was it about, you know, what happened in order for you to transition from writing lyrics in a notepad to getting it out there in a more public setting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I said, I was writing for many years and I, got, I was rapping a little bit here and there, like with my buddies, you know, just having fun and stuff. And I always said, I'm going to record music. But uh, I just kept making excuses, kind of like, oh, I'm going to build a studio in my house, you know, when this happens, or I'm not going to do that yet. I'm going to do it when this happens. Just kept making excuses for many, many years. And uh, but it had always been something that I wanted to do. And then um, I think what gave me the push to kind of commit to it and say, like, all right, you know, enough making excuses, just do it was when uh, when my mom passed away. And when that happened, it made me. Uh, really really clearly think about you know i want to do before i die and what i want to leave behind and what i want to have accomplished before i go and i just at that point i knew that if i kept making excuses and i never ever pursued music then i would one day look back and say why didn't i do that so yeah 
No, absolutely. I think I found similar with my podcasting. I realized that the, the amount of excuses that we self-create, which, you know, in hindsight, you look back and think, well, that wasn't really an obstacle. But I feel like a lot of it, I'm not sure if you agree here, a lot of it is fear, maybe fear of, you know, judgment, fear of criticism, fear of vulnerability. That's maybe why a lot of people don't showcase their work. Would you agree with that? Um, definitely, yeah. And I mean, for me, it was just, there's a lot of like anxiety, just like doing anything new used to just give me so much anxiety. Like even I would think about going into the studio and recording with somebody like that I just met listening to me rap and I'd be like, Oh, that's like way too scary. You know? (laughs) So when you look back, when you look back, um, it's like, wow, why didn't I just do it? You know what I mean? Cause the only thing, once you realize the only thing that's stopping you is your own mindset about it. That's pretty much it. You know, no one's like, putting the hammer down and saying like, you can't do that. It's only yourself. So once you overcome that and just take action and start doing it, then you're like, wow, why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah, for real. I almost feel that obviously hindsight is a wonderful thing. For example, you with your rapping, myself and my podcasting, I thought I could never hear myself on, you know, on audio. I could never actually put me saying something out there. And now I've done it 144 times. It's not second nature it doesn't bother me. And I'm sure you're the same where you can happily rap in front of people now, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's been many, many milestones with, uh, that had, that occurred since starting music that used to scare me. Like one being, uh, filming music videos in the street, you know, like for my first music video. Yeah. I'm so nervous, you know, just like outside in Vietnam, obviously there's many people like no matter where you go and yeah. And the bikes, buddy, Steve filming with the camera and I'm rapping out loud and, you know, but like once I started, once I just did it and I realized, you know, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. So. It's almost that weird feeling where you think you, you make it out to be like a mountain and it, a huge mountain. And it turns out to be like more of a molehill. And then you go, oh, OK, that wasn't actually that bad. Oh, OK. And it's almost a bit disappointing. You think, yeah. Oh, that was really fine. <laughs> it's a really weird feeling. Yeah, exactly. And then you feel you feel accomplished. You overcame your. I guess made up fear, but it is a real fear, right? If it's in your mind. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, you feel, feel good to get over that. Yeah. And when you, when you enjoy the thing that you finally did, you're like, you're proud of yourself, but again, you're like, why didn't I do that earlier? <laughs> you can learn and unlearn. I believe the, this is what I've heard from maybe some books I've read. We're only born with two fears, which are loud noises. So, you know, when you get startled and falling over and the rest are all taught. So you can obviously, if you're, oh, yeah. if you're taught that and you're conditioned that, then you can unlearn it where, you know, me with podcasting, you with rapping, you go, oh, okay, I was scared for this reason. And then you just do often the best phrase ever was the Nikes, just do it. And once it's done, you go, okay, on to the next. Yeah, thing. actually. Yeah. If you take that, take that as literal advice and just do it, <laughs> you can, uh, you can grow in many areas of your life. That's for sure. Yeah, for real. And yeah, I think I might need to put that on my wallpaper or something, just just do it and see, yeah. see where it gets me over the next year. But um, with that then, Luke, yeah. uh, the questions that I always ask the guest and whatever you wish to disclose is your choice. I always ask about challenges face. Now you've mentioned a couple of things there regarding anxiety, etc. Throughout your career in music then um, over the time span, is anxiety the main challenge you think you faced or are there any others that have come up for you that you've had to push through um as far as the music i mean i I would think the anxiety and the uh lack of self 
belief, like self-doubt, um, was a big thing to prevent me from starting. But once that started, um, that anxiety pretty much went away. And uh, obviously, I'd overcome that, uh, you know, the kind of the same thing when I did my first performance. I've only had two performances. And uh, obviously, that's nerve wracking, I think, for anybody, you know, to get up on stage, like no matter how much you've been rapping, once you get on stage, it's another another challenge, right? Yeah. And, uh, but once again, like, you know, you just do that. And then by the time my second performance, I enjoyed a lot more because I was already like worlds more comfortable on stage. Yeah. Um, but any other challenges, like, um, Hmm. Yeah. As far as the rap, I think it's pretty much that. And, uh, everything else is kind of, you know, once I, come to some other obstacles in my life, things that I've learned or gained by pursuing this music stuff, I can apply to other areas of my life as well. Like just do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Very, very useful, man. And with that, what projects have you been working on then maybe in the last few months? What, yeah, what's your portfolio like, shall we say? Um, well, I'm continuously writing, writing songs and lyrics. Um, and I'd like hmm, the last uh, last music video I released for Out My Cage, that one was filmed before lockdown. And uh, me and my buddy Steve, my videographer from World Trip and Productions, we just filmed a little while ago a green screen video. So that's going to be the next music video because can't be filming outside these days. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How, how and do you, uh, don't, don't want to. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, go ahead. I was just about to ask you the um, the difference between filming green screen and filming outside. How have you found, you know, the differences between the two? Um, yeah, well, obviously the green screen videos, more of the work, most of the work comes in the editing afterwards. So it was very quick filming because we just set up a couple cameras in his office and I basically wrapped the song a couple times in front of the green screen and that was all the filming necessary. So there's not, uh, you know, you don't need to, I mean, I suppose you can also have like a crazy production with a green screen where you have to plan out many different angles and many different, uh, you know, movements that you're doing or whatnot, but we're trying to keep a low budget. So it's nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, like as soon as you're filming outside and you're taking into account all the other, the environment and you have to, you know, pick the angles where you're going to shoot from and all that stuff. But with the green screen, you're just in front of the screen typically. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. And in terms of the songs you're writing, are there any main themes that come up around your songwriting? Uh, any particular topics that you find that you implement into your music? Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like some of there's a big general, like if I had to put one big, big cap on the meaning of pretty much all my songs, it would be kind of overcoming uh, mental health problems and learning to live with them and kind of thriving with them. Because um, that was a, another big reason of why I ever started writing was because it was always kind of a coping mechanism for any negativity that was happening. 
So many of my early lyrics were very, you know, talking about mental health and kind of dark themed. And uh, now I see more of my lyrics being positive and kind of full of confidence. And uh, so I kind of see like the own state of my mind improving in my overall, uh, in the overall vibes of the lyrics that I'm writing, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose with the work you do, the music you're involved in, what are your favorite things about being involved in music? Hmm, Favorite things. Um, Well, performing was really fun. That's definitely one thing that I want to do a lot more when, uh, you know, when coronavirus goes away and we can go outside again. Um, That was, yeah, that's really fun for sure. And I think one of the best things is just when, you know, obviously anybody that makes music knows how much work actually goes into it. And of course, from writing lyrics in a, on a paper to actually having a full song and let alone a full music video, there's a lot of work that goes into that. So, you know, you put your soul into it and it's kind of just like pieces of my soul. I'm throwing at the world, you know, every, every once in a while. And then, so when somebody sends me a message, like, Hey man, this song really means a lot to me. It's kind of helped me get through this and I can totally relate to it. And like, just keep doing what you're doing, but getting messages like that are probably my favorite thing. Cause it's like, even if I never make money off of this, off of this, uh, you know, music career, then that's kind of like, I've already, it's, it's already done such a good job. You know, it's already been a positive impact on other people, just something that came from my soul. So that feeling alone is like, it's like, you know, the best thing to me. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think that a lot of the time people will look at people who go for creative projects and think, well, it's not successful if you don't make money yet. If you, you know, have that impact where people will really resonate and it will help them positively. And if you get sheer enjoyment where if it stopped all tomorrow, it would still be a success due to how much better you feel internally as a result, then it can only be a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely my outlook on it now is like, it's just something to work towards and there isn't really going to be any failure, so to speak, because if I do this until I die and I'm still happy creating and uh, then I leave behind all these creations, you know, when I pass away, then that's like, that's good enough for me. And if I make it and make money off it and, you know, become famous or whatever, that's obviously that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. if that doesn't happen. It's definitely, it's definitely not a loss, right? Yeah. It's, it's win-win both ways. I thought the exact same in my podcast a few weeks ago and it, it was a, a lovely content, feeling of contentment that just dawned upon me. I thought, wow, whatever happens here, I'm winning. This is brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's wonderful. And with that, then, if there was anybody who perhaps was one day in your shoes where they were a bit bit uncertain about putting their content out there or they want to get into music but don't really know how to start, where to start, based on your journey so far, Luke, what advice would you give them in starting out in music? I mean, yeah, probably the most simplest way, like we've said a few times now, is to just do it. Um, yep. Because, like, you know, you can you can sit there and try to create, you know, perfection in a song or, 
you know, think like, oh, I'm not good enough yet. I'm not good enough yet. But um, if you're wasting time kind of trying to create the perfect scenario, that's just never going to happen. Whereas if you just do it and make a song and put it out there and be like, hey, this is my first song, then after that, you can work on the next song and the next song and the next song. And sure, maybe the first song you make isn't going to be as good as maybe the fifth song, but you just have to start somewhere. And I think you learn a lot more from taking action. Delaying it and delaying it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. I almost feel like momentum builds as in once the first one is released, suddenly it's like a flow. It just bursts and then more songs will come out of you and more lyrics and more ideas videos. And it's all just like, yeah, just this avalanche of creativity. Absolutely. That's what happened to me. Like I was, uh, I didn't even have like a release plan, but I was just like, I'm going to record my music. And then my plan in my mind was like, yeah, I'll record some songs until I have like 10 or something. And then I'll just drop an album. And uh, then I decided to drop them one by one. And then as soon as I released the first song, it was just like something came over me and I was just like, I have to do this in the, like the best way I can. Like, I'm not just going to post my song. And that's it. Like, I'm going to learn. I studied all this, all these marketing techniques and that I'm just got this hunger of like doing it the best way I can within recording and the marketing and everything else. So yeah, once you, once you take that first step, I think that's the most, the most uh, important thing, take that first step and you might find yourself just snowballing with motivation. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. No, I agree with you there. It also, touches upon something which I've realized, especially during this coronavirus lockdown period, how important creativity is as a something to do, but also something valuable in expressing yourself and releasing some burdens that you might have existing within you and to release them in a creative format is so, so valuable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. There's been songs that I've, that I've written and in you know in dark periods of my life and when you turn that into something positive like a a song or a music then you just it makes the whole experience so much more meaningful it's like you know being able to turn your negativity into something positive is is really really beautiful yeah get good out of bad it's a good you know motto to abide by and what one question that i usually posed to the guest towards the end of the conversation what can we expect from you in the near future in the coming weeks and months have you got any ideas in the pipeline is there anything you're currently working on which you would like to promote what can we expect um well there's always going to be there's always going to be another song coming very soon like i'm trying to release um monthly or every five weeks or so um, I'd be releasing more often if I could, but obviously you need money too. So. <laughs> um, there's always going to be something coming. So like, it's never going to be a long wait for the next thing for me. And uh, I think one of the next things I'm going to do that I haven't done yet is post kind of some remixes of some, uh, some famous, you know, rapping over some well-known beats. I think that's something that I'm going to do next because it's just been original songs for me. Sure. 
And uh, also I'm, I'm looking more into, into collaborating with other artists. So up until now I've only have released that or been part of one collaboration with Shady Lanes. Yeah. So I think it's time for me to, uh, to broaden. Yeah, they were actually my 100th episode. So just before we move on to the quick fire questions, do you mind telling me a bit more about that uh, project with Shady Lanes? Was it the confines of everything? Yeah, the confines of everything. Yeah, so they contacted me and they said, yeah, we're looking for a guest rapper. Can we show you the song? And I said, yep. And they showed it to me. And I was like, oh, this is sick. You know, they had the chorus and the verse the first verse already finished and they had the uh, open second verse on the beat. And uh, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, like I'd, I'd like to do this. And then they were like, yeah, so we need it done in like a few days and you need to film yourself for our music video. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, so they needed somebody that could for sure do it right away. And I just decided that, yeah, I want I want to do that. I want to be a part of this. I really like it. So I wrote that verse um, pretty quickly and I don't know if that's luck or if that's because it had to be done <laughs> quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes I'll start a song and I'll finish it like a year later. So <laughs> um, that, that verse I finished and I took some, actually some of those lines in my verse were super old lines that I have some, for some reason remembered probably written when I was 18. Um, yeah. And then they hooked me up with, uh, Anaba studios and I went and recorded it there and then sent it to them. And then they showed me their idea for the music video, which was to have me on the projector within the music video, which is, uh, I thought that was really cool because obviously they're in Da Nang and I'm in Hanoi. So I thought that was a really cool idea in order to incorporate me into the music video when I can't actually meet up with them. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is, that is fascinating. And I did find the whole video and song captivating, raw, authentic, powerful. No, it was brilliant. So yeah, congratulations on that, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a I was glad to be a part of that. I'm glad they picked me and yeah, shout out Shady Lanes. Yeah, shout out Shady Lanes, episode 100. Check that out if you wish, listeners. It's a great episode. Uh, and uh yeah. Uh, I've decided a new segment for when I interview people involved in the musical realm, uh, Luke, uh, quick fire questions. So just got a couple here and uh, whatever comes to mind, shout it out. So are uh, you ready to go? All right. Yeah. So, so no thinking about it. Just some quick response. Yeah. Yeah. What's coming to mind? So uh, the first question right. is one album that's inspired you. Um. Hmm, one album that's inspired me probably swimming mac miller swimming mac miller okay and one song that has inspired you Ooh, one song um recently i'd say um middle child by j cole okay well i'll, I'll give that one a try and one concert that you've been to that blew you away um i've actually only been to one concert <laughs> but it okay was, cool it was black sabbath whoa and that was my that was one of my favorite bands for sure whoa that, um, if you're gonna so, go to one concert that's a pretty good one to go to yeah, like, whoa. yeah exactly. <laughs> that's elite stuff man yeah yeah fair play okay you win <laughs> you beat what i've got to offer <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> if you could see one artist in the world who is currently alive 
who could who would you see this could be a band or a solo artist hmm who would i see hmm who would who would be the coolest guy to meet um probably eminem eminem yeah that's a good one yeah i'd love to have a beer with that guy and if yeah. you if you could go and see a concert of somebody who is dead an artist that is currently no longer with us who would you see um probably probably mac miller probably mac miller nice yeah 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 great stuff man so um yeah thank you for um coming on today luke i really appreciate it where can we find out more about your music online or on social media uh yeah all of my music is posted to all platforms but music videos they're the most interesting so you want to check those out on youtube you can search noose music n-u-c-e music Um, i'm active on instagram and facebook under the same handle noose music noose music excellent man well yeah as i mentioned uh, thank you for your time today really appreciate it and congratulations on what you've achieved it takes it takes some some cojones to actually get out there and put your work out there and that's what you've done and you're doing well with it so keep it up man and yeah all the very best thanks man yeah thanks for having me really appreciate it